Hey guys, today's episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants is sponsored by Sotla Beer. Sotla offers a variety of amazing beers, and on September 17th, tomorrow, you can try some of them for yourself by joining in on their next live beer tasting event. Just go to their website, shop.zoetler.de, to sign up for a two-hour live tasting via YouTube, which includes six specialty beers that are sent in a really stylish package to your front door. There's uh, two professional beer sommeliers uh, who are going to host the tasting. It's got an interactive smartphone software, like an app on your phone, that allows you to rate the beers yourself. And there's a quiz with a winner at the end. Uh, that's shop.zoetler.de to sign up for yourself, or you can gift it to uh, you can gift the tasting to a friend who's a big drinker, like me. So let's get to the show. Hello, Morit. Hello. This is weird because um, we we haven't done this in quite a while, and you never, and I, I, I don't think you have ever called me Moritz at the beginning of an episode so far. <laughs> well, yeah, it's usually like Captain Bat, Mr. Mo, <laughs> Doctor Mo, Doctor Bat. Usually it's Doctor Bat. <laughs> Doctor Bat. <laughs> Dude, how are you, man? You look yeah, good. Yeah, I I am super good. I'm basically on vacation the whole month. Besides, I got some other j- jobs I do here and there, but from the station, I'm on vacation the whole month. That's and awesome. I really enjoy it. You said uh you were did you said you and Tony were going to do some traveling, right? Yeah, we we went to Lago Maggiore but only for I guess 5 days, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, what did you guys do there? Cuz now that you're continuously off of social media, <laughs> I don't see <laughs> I don't see too much of what goes on when uh, in between um, our episodes. Like I had two things on my mind like things i expect from this from this short trip and one was and i think we can agree on that extraordinary food and oh, yeah. the second was um like i want to be on a boat once and you want yeah, to be on a boat once like on wait have you never been <laughs> I've on a been boat, on before? boat a lot but i <laughs> i really <laughs> like boats and my goal was to be on a boat while being at lago maggiore and both worked oh, I out, see, I see. so it was great. The, the like the the weather was awesome because here, um, I don't know if you've recognized it because you've probably been indoor most of the time. We'll get to that later, but um, the weather here, end of August has been pretty shitty, and we thought like, okay, it's autumn now, and then you go south of the Alps, and it's like still perfect summer, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that sounds really good. I would, yeah, I would love to go on a on a vacation right now. I think that the closest thing that I will see to that for quite some time is probably going to be going to uh, my my in laws, <laughs> <laughs> going to going to your hometown for a little while, <laughs> which is still something. It's still not the the closed confines of my apartment. And a lot of people um, actually pay yeah. a lot of money to spend their their vacation there. 
That's the funny thing too. I go there and I and I Hate absolutely do not take advantage. <laughs> I I definitely do not take advantage of the reasons people they're like, let's go skiing, let's go snowboarding, let's go hiking, let's go mountain climbing, let's go biking. I'm like, let's just and stay like, inside. I'm only here for the Ancian. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for that sweet, sweet beer, my friend. That's all I've got going on. Yeah, man. I mean, first off, congratulations. This is episode mm. eighty. Perfect. You know? I, I mean, that's that's quite this, quite an achievement already. We're getting closer. This might have been, you know, by now because you know we took this long break since, uh, like, what was it? Almost the end of July. Probably, yeah. Because I know, like from yeah, from July thirtieth on, I've basically been with uh, my new family, which I'll talk about in a second. But man, it's been it's been a long gap. So we would have been probably at episode ninety or yeah. something by now. But but episode eighty is still a big milestone. <laughs> I'm still really happy to do that, and I think really soon, far sooner than we think, episode hundred is going to be around the corner. And then I really think. We should, we should do stop doing this. Not only special, <laughs> <laughs> and then we should quit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not, not not only should we we should we quit, but we should have some uh, sort of either special thing for the listeners or some sort of like we we should meet up and do do maybe like a live one with some beers again because we haven't done yeah. that in so long. It's been a really long run. Um, but yeah, like, like we said, uh, I've been on this break. The last episode, 79, I guess we did that like almost end of July. And uh, yeah, I was announcing that, you know, I got a couple of little twins now. And really, you know, thankful that everything is, is good. It, w- it was kind of a hard journey in the hospital um, we had some difficulties getting every everybody kind of balanced and on their feet, but uh, after a, a almost a couple of weeks or so, we finally ended up back home. And you know, I have to say, because uh, I've spoken to our friend Tim Hecking a couple of times um, about this about this experience um, so far, because he obviously has advi- good advice uh, being a dad himself. And it's it's funny he's like. Um, well, in his in his shoes, I know that he doesn't have the luxury of having um, a lot of family come and support no. him, um, unfortunately. And so, knowing his stories for so many years now about what he, like, what kind of help he would have appreciated but didn't have, I'm I we've been very lucky and very appreciative to to not only have uh, my mother in law come stay. I mean, she was there for for weeks, and and uh, Maria as well, the sister, um, came and you know made made really good food and just doing the laundry and um, helping with all the feedings and stuff and the shifts. That's been super helpful. And now, since last Thursday, my mom what? is here in Munich. Yeah, man. Ooh, Mama Prince is got, in the we, house. We got a Mama bomb pretty early in the episode. Oh yeah, dude! I should have brought her on for the episode today. Um, yeah, Mama Prince is in town. She's uh, she's she. I think she's having a lot of yeah. fun. I think she's doing. I think she's really enjoying. Like mostly, I think she's enjoying being uh, out of the house, <laughs> <laughs> like being out of Tennessee, and maybe even enjoying uh, 
privately, probably she wouldn't say this. She might not say this, but I think she's enjoying having a little time away from dad. Just like having a little time for her where she, you know, she gets to be talked to and have the attention and, you know, have conversations and be involved and watch stuff together. And just, you know, she gets to be the first one of the two of them to, uh, to hold the twins and, and take a lot of time with them. And, you know, she's, she's, she's great right now. She's, she's cooking, she's doing the laundry. I mean, that's what we need so much is like this background help, you know, and she's doing that perfectly. And then, you know, we have some, some shifts and some feedings that we need a third hand, uh, a third pair of hands for, (laughs) and she's doing great. So that's, you know, right now things are, um, of course, still very hectic and exhausting, but very grateful to have family helping and very grateful to have the chance to finally come back and do number 80 of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Dude, so much, so, I have to tell you about so much stuff. Um, because on top of all that, on top of, you know, taking this, this, this leave of absence and um, you know, starting a new family and being really, really, really unbelievably, unbelievably busy with that. Um, on top of that, I've also picked up like all these new jobs <laughs> <laughs> and it's been really, it's been a really cool thing so far. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to lock these jobs down. They're, they're, you know, some of them are like really close and feeling really good and some of them are confirmed. And so what I can say so far is that, um, so, Ify wrote a television show. Um, so, Germany has this network called RTL. And then RTL is, has started a new streaming platform called TV Now, TV Now. And they're getting some new shows off the ground. I guess they're trying to compete with, you know, Join and, um, of course, you know, Netflix and other streaming platforms. Because that's just where TV's going anyway. And they have a new show that Ify wrote some of the nice. episodes for she was on the writer's room for like the whole series and um she wrote i don't know how many how many episodes she wrote herself but uh, maybe three or four and so she wrote this show it's called wrong and they just finished filming it this week i think so now it's completely ready to go they're going to start putting it into post-production and I through her somehow I got connected to the director, head writer, actor of the show. His name is David. And we linked up. We started talking, kind of becoming, I mean, we still haven't met in person. It's one of those just no. over the phone kind of, you know, fr- friendly acquaintances things. And he uh kind of, you know, by coincidence said, "Oh, hey, I really loved Simple Swimmer, this mm-hmm. most recent album that I put out." And I thought, oh, that's so nice of you. Thank you. And somehow it just came around to him saying, um, you know, we're looking for people to make the theme song for the Ooh. television show. And so dude, he <laughs> pitched me to Noia Zupa, which is okay. the production company. And Noia Zupa loved uh, what I gave them. Pimple Papa. The super sucks. And they... They liked it. They liked this other stuff that I had sent them. And so they pitched me to RTL, who had the final say. They said no. In, in, you know, <laughs> and they said no. Um, but <laughs> uh, they, they, no, they said yeah. 
and so I got hired now officially, like I was offered the, 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 the rate and the deadlines and the, the scope of the project. Um, I was offered to do the theme song for this new TV show. And I've, I'm through That's the roof awesome, about that, man. man. Congratulations. I'm really excited about that. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I'm also kind of uh, proud to share credits with Efi on a, on a project of that size. I mean, we've we've shared names on really small stuff since uh, since mm. university. You know, we had like some student films and uh, some music videos and things like that. Nothing like we didn't really work on anything together because we had such completely different um, completely different uh, fields in this in this or different departments yeah, sure. in this one field. Um, but now, finally, you know, when you watch these episodes, it'll say, you know, maybe. This one written by, you know, Ify Prince, and then this one, and then, you know, theme song or music by Jordan Prince. That's really cool. But um, while we're there, um, have you already have some thoughts musically where you want to go? Simple swimmer kind of sound Um, or something completely different? I, I I was curious what angle they wanted to take because they're... They want it to be really short. They want the theme song to be like 25 to 30 seconds. And I thought, okay, 25 to 30 seconds. What what can you do with that much time? A punk um, song. And there's this <laughs> Yeah, you could do you could do you could do yeah, you could do some stuff like that. I yeah, like a whole like oh, you mean yeah. like an entire <laughs> punk song? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's uh there's this show on netflix created by judd apatow i don't know if you've seen it it's called love and it's super funny it's really great and it has a 27 or 25 second um theme song and it's this fat thick cool sort of almost white stripes sounding guitar drum theme song like gong 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 and it's super sick like i need to send you the link because it's actually a really cool song but it's just like 25 seconds and i thought oh man you know the show is about these like degenerate you know it's in the style of like the german Mm -hmm. show jerks kind of it's just like they do awful 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 shit and it's like how can i encapsulate you know that vibe of of bad people doing funny bad things um with music, and I thought maybe that would be a good direction. And I thought about another theme song from the other think Netflix this direction, show, and kind of, like I think also about because yeah, ironic? when I think about this kind of humor that jerks and many other of these kind of for me that are all in some forms replicate of that that sense of humor that Ricky Gervais brought up with stuff like The Office, etc. Like this kind of uh, pretty true. cringy uh, yeah. humor. Um, I like the that's office. True. The American The Office also has a great three theme song. Da 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 da. Wait, the American Office. Oh, I know you. Da da. Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet, and you have the, the, the guitar and the fat drum kit comes in. Right. Yeah. The da 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 da. Um. Well, the the other like so that was just the first angle I thought. Maybe they wanted something kind of raunchy and like youthful sounding, like a bunch of teens spray painting. Oh, we'll hear you as a cloud rapper again. Uh, actually, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's a different. <laughs> what? What? I have what? To what? Put what? That what? In there too. Um, 
I have to. I'll update you on that too. There isn't. There is another <laughs> chance to hear that. Um, so basically, oh man, there's so much stuff to tell you about. So yeah, they. In the end, I have some ideas in my head about what what might work. I haven't started any. I I have one scratch idea so far, but um, they said in the end they want to go for this. You know this kind of old like 1980s 1990s family sitcom yeah. music like family matters yeah, yeah. or full house like whatever happened yeah, to yeah. responsibility um they want something like that like cheesy ironic family mm. sitcom music which i think makes yeah. sense too so that'd be kind of cool i think i'm going to be able to work uh, also with our friend tim again on this which is really fun sweet um, I love being able to work with him and actually give him money. <laughs> Sometimes I can't give him at all what he's worth. Um, so this is cool. Yeah, they they. I think we're going to go in that direction. We're supposed to have a meeting next week where I can actually hear like all the angles they want, and then I can really get started. Um, but I'm really I'm really pumped about that. So that's the first thing officially hired to do the theme. Nice. Song. Really, One really more question about that. And what is the weirdest? Yeah instrument or use of an instrument that you could imagine for a TV show intro? Oh, I mean, the weirdest instrument yeah. I could imagine using for maybe a sitar? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, a, or a melodica? Maybe? I guess it depends on the style of, uh, style of show. Because I'm just thinking, like, most of the ones that they showed me that they want inspiration from is, is pretty standard, like piano, bass, drums, guitar. So if they, I think if it was like a... <laughs> like some George Harrison sitar stuff, I think it would sound kind of... Or just kind of, a, kind of a lonely didgeridoo. Just a... Dude, just a lonely... <laughs> Could be pretty cool, though. <laughs> Brought to you by RTL. <laughs> Wrong. The noise idea. Or I, I <laughs> gotta this picture this. You, I'm sure you know this this horrible clip um of a guy playing like the uh 20th century fox theme on a flute, but let's say not with his mouth. <laughs> oh oh he's farting through it or something? I'll send you a link later. <laughs> oh my god i'm very curious now 20th century fox was like dun 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 yeah Burm, dun. um yeah so there's that and then uh, just released on what was it? September third. On September third, I dropped that new song with uh, Moonmates mm -hmm. pieces. So that's that's fresh and out. And yes, sir. I, you know that was kind of an interesting process, and I wonder if um some of the cool places that this song got into are correlated to the fact that they're new they're gonna have a new label they're they're in the contract process now i their new label distributed the song for us mm -hmm. and i wonder if that's why the song is in so many cool playlists um okay because i that's the thing another thing i miss by now by not being a social media i don't like see the 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 feedback we're these days used yeah. to see on 
album and single releases, etc. Like the whole aftermath mm. after release, I don't. So the song, get to see that. Um, I didn't really know what to expect from it. We, I mean, I I enjoy the song. I really like it. We had put it together, and Ben, the guitarist, had made the video, and I was impressed what he was able to do with like such limited time and footage from from me and stuff too. And yeah, we just we just put everything together and dropped it. But, but but leading up to the release, we had we had um, I think DistroKid, this this uh, self distribution site. We had worked together to release it independently, and then something messed up. Like they got the announcement that you know when you release a song on Spotify or whatever, you get this announcement email that says like your song is ready to be pitched or something. So you get the information that it's in the system and it's waiting to be released. They got the email really early on and I never got it. So we were like less than two weeks from the release. And I was like, guys, I don't have this email. What's going on? Was there something wrong with the registration? And so uh, Gloria, the singer in the band, went through like the YouTube music bed, something. She said YouTube music, whatever. Found out that I wasn't registered on the song. So I don't know if they made a mistake or if DistroKid made a mistake, but basically... We 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 have the song split 50-50, but I wasn't listed as an artist for the song at all. And oh no, like, that's shitty. I was like, this doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we we tried to figure out how to save it. You know, can we write DistroKid? Can we try to do it again through CD Baby? But everything was getting kind of complicated and really stressful. And eventually they just said, why don't we try to get our new... Because they're going to be with this new label soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a relatively decent like it's a it's a sister company to a it's a sister label to i think someone quite big maybe what it's called what, what, what is it called uh mvka records they're the record label from boy boy is the only really not- notable artist that i can that i've recognized from their uh, mvka records um but they seem to have a pretty cool a pretty good reputation and so they're going to be I, I think signing with them. I don't know if it'll be official this year or something, but um they wrote to them about about distributing our song uh for free. Mm-hmm. And at first there was some confusion. I thought, you know, they thought maybe that the label doesn't want to do it just as a single. They want to start with their new album and eventually it all came down to yes, they're 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 gonna do it. And I didn't really have any expectations for this song. You know, I didn't put a lot of money into the marketing because I don't really have a lot of money right now. So I just thought, you know, we'll just put it out and just hopefully it does what it does. And I have a theory that it got into these good playlists because it came out through the label. I don't know if it would have gotten into the the playlists without it. I can't say for sure. But it got into Germany's Indie Brand Neu, okay. which, is, that's a, which is great. That's a bigger one, isn't it? That's a big one. And I got into that one before with Stoned, but that was also through a label. No. And then it also got into New Music Friday India, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it almost seems like a fake playlist. <laughs> Why? There, I don't know. There is new mu- music being released in India on Fridays. I guess. I mean, the cover is Drake. So I was just like, I guess they're just grasping for anything new. I don't know. No. Um, and then on Amazon Music, it got into... The American and the German playlist for bedroom pop, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, they got into a few good ones I was really proud of, and some blogs wrote about it. 
So that was a, that was a positive release. I mean, the video the video underperformed in my opinion, but I still think it's a cool video either way. Um, however, the the song is 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 good, and I'm really happy with that. And there's because you just asked earlier if you would get to hear me again as a as a cloud rapper. <laughs> Wait, I have another single coming out. What 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 what? <laughs> Why didn't you tell? I mean, like. <laughs> I still from time to time play your music with you. Why don't you tell me these kind of things? <laughs> uh, well, Pieces was just was just a project. Yeah, I knew about that, that one. Yeah, yeah. But that, the other yeah, one sounds exactly. way more interesting <laughs> because um, it sounds kind of absurd. It's, it is absurd. It's a crazy song, dude. It's a crazy song and it's so insane. And it's for me, it's just a badass, crazy rap song. Um, so... I've mentioned him before a lot on here. Tom Yanks is a Ooh, is a buddy of mine, which I who, had the pleasure to meet, by the way, while while we were on Pod Pause. That's right, that's right. You got to meet him. Um, we we rode together to that concert. Um, so Great guy. really cool guy, really funny. He's he's becoming like an an extremely talented hip hop producer, and we did this. He released his first album. I guess it was last year. Yeah, or maybe even earlier this year, um, called Bloom the Grinds, where I, I sang and, or rapped on like four or five songs. And that was a, a really liberating process for me. It was really fun to do something different like that. And then he sent me like 10 new beats six months later. And they had, I mean, he, I, I liked the beats from the old record too, but these had really developed and improved. And you could see like so much growth. And he had really like studied and, gotten okay. inspired it was so cool but so probably i i know it already because he showed us quite a lot of new beats over his phone we, we showed it to you in the car uh on the ride back but i don't we showed you a lot of songs from him so i don't know if you remember it specifically but we we played it for you um just one time but yeah, it's it's done, it's mastered, and it's going to come out September 24th. So a week from Friday, a week from Ooh, tomorrow. Ooh, crazy. I'm, it's, I'm excited, dude. Um, well, I, so we found, the reason it's coming out so quickly behind pieces was um, Moonmates had told me that they wanted to do this single together, and then within 28 days of this release, they're going to drop something else too. Because they found out, and I don't know if it's true, actually. I just kind of believe them because Gloria used to work for Sony Music. But she said that um, if you share a song with an artist, that mm -hmm. for the following 28 days, you share each other's followers on Spotify. Yeah. I didn't know that. But they said that's the case when you that's, split a song. Okay. So uh, I think their followers um, like saw my catalog more regularly and perhaps my followers saw their catalog more regularly and maybe they're getting more streams and maybe I'm getting more streams and I, I'm assuming I don't have any way to prove that but that's what they said they said that's why they want to do it like that mm -hmm. and so I said cool um, why don't I take this new song that I have with Tom Yanks that had no release date and let's put it in within 28 days of this release mm. and then maybe maybe I can help Yanks get more attention and you know vice versa but do you think like the the average moonmates listener would be interested in Tom Yanks sound well it's more about it's more about um I'm right now I'm sharing moonmates listeners for pieces 
and soon I will be sharing Tom Yanks's for our song. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, so you you mean your listeners? Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's what I think that's what I meant. Okay. For oh yeah, for within those right. Oh, you're right. No, Dude, it is about. Arm, it, it, are you it, okay? It, huh? What's wrong? What's going on in your arm? Oh. I think it was just you're a bleeding. Mosquito. I think it was a mosquito bite. It's already dry. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Um, no, I think you're right. I think I did misspeak. I think it is that I would be exposing Moonmates' followers to a Tom Yanks song, which I don't know. <laughs> you could always try. <laughs> I could always try, and who knows? I mean, for me, it's not really about anything other than dropping new music. No, um, which is it's crazy, really by the way. Dude, you just got two kids, got like two or three new jobs coming up or already going on, and released two new singles. Hoo, 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 hoo. Dude, plus throughout this entire time, I had pre-recorded like 10 weeks of my radio show. <laughs> Dude. And they were just dropping every Sunday. Dude. <laughs> You're a machine. Uh, sometimes... Sometimes I need the reminder that I'm not doing absolutely nothing because I feel that way so much. Dude, that's quite some output. <laughs> I, 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 I should be more proud. I think I'm, I'm, I'm often too, too down on myself. You definitely can be very proud of yourself. That's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. So September uh, 24th, we're going to have Waiting for Love coming out with me and Tom Yanks together i'm really excited about that nice and and yeah our friend ian made a pretty cool canvas for it for the spotify page okay and some nice artwork i don't think i don't think there's going to be a video for this one but just a fun single um so so also just just uh rolling on like what else had been going on <laughs> so that so yeah pieces like have at, come at out what point from the list are we are we now uh, okay, so I got hired for the theme. So theme that show. was just a joke I, because you're 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 in a mood like, and I expect like ten to twelve more topics like that. <laughs> uh, one, two, there's three more things. <laughs> I think I don't want to um, rush you. Don't get me wrong. No, no, I'm just excited to 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 not forget them. Um, so I mean, what's what's an obvious one to say is that. Um, at the beginning of this episode, there was a spot, there was like a little ad read for, uh, uh, this beer company. So that was also something that I tried to get going for a while because I love this beer from your hometown and I wanted to, um, potentially get free beer, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like I just wanted, I just wanted beer. Um, but they, uh, they liked these, uh, German language videos I do and, um, so I made, I made a video ad for them promoting this tasting they're doing. And then he said he also liked the podcast. So they, um, wanted to, you know, sponsor this episode. And, uh, so that was another thing that I got hooked up, which, which is pretty cool. And my favorite thing of all of these, I think it might be my favorite thing is that, um, this huge music company in Germany called Tolman. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm right on the cusp and I really don't want to jinx it, but I, I think I 
might be if this if this test shoot that I made today goes well, I could be making uh weekly videos for their YouTube page and then maybe even additionally monthly or weekly videos for their TikTok page. Which is really exciting because first off, I love creating content and I love to, and I love talking about music. <laughs> and you love talk talk about creating content. Like it's the, and I the, love and I love talking. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of meta levels. And I love talking about creating content about talking about music. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, like do you see do you see a path a little bit like 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 Jordan coming over from the states, being a musician to where you're now. Like you're on a podcast talking about where, where you create comp uh, content for other companies, which bases on like music, <laughs> like three more yes. layers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, they. If it goes well, I would be. Um, so like basically they, I, I had written to them about maybe doing something together. Originally I wanted them to see if they wanted to um have an ad on my uh on my radio show. And it became a totally different conversation about maybe doing videos for them, like doing uh some some content creation. And yeah, I think it I think it might have worked out. I mean, they're super nice and they're really supportive and they offered um Like if this works out, Mo, it will be the best paid job I've ever had. Yeah, plus, <laughs> plus, you be the guy living the dream that someone like me had with sixteen. Like if someone would have told me, "Hey, there is a job where you could try out all this amazing gear as a musician or content creator, whatever." get to keep it for a little while to test it and get paid pretty good money for it. I wouldn't have believed that there even could be such a form of, of job or position at any company. Dude, oh, dude. Well, I, you're living yeah, the dream. I can't, I can't believe this. First off, I can't believe this type of job exists yeah, I already, at all. I already um, wrote down a list of things you might... Um, You probably should like try out and make a video about and then maybe lose it or something like that. <laughs> I asked the lady, I was like, so the stuff that I use for the shoots, um, how long am I allowed to hold on to it? And she said, oh, you can hold on to it as long as you uh, work for us. And That's uh, so crazy. And she was like, yeah, sometimes the distributors ask me when they can have it back and I just tell them that they can't have it back yet. <laughs> It's like, okay. It's <laughs> <That's> easy. <laughs> Dude, that would Dude. be so awesome, man. Yeah, I really hope that works out. I just did the, I just did the test shoot today. I like I, I thought originally they wanted me to to get the gear and then make a test shoot with the whole mm -hmm. like mini studio thing. Uh, so I, so there was a misunderstanding for like five days, and then eventually we got clear, and it was like, no, 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 do the test shoot with your phone, just showing how you present the information. No. So I did like a really, I did, today I did like a, I used, honestly, I really just like using TikTok's editing software for other videos because it's so user-friendly. Yeah, You can really splice and edit and not, not that I use effects or like voice effects or stickers or anything, but just adding captions, cutting it up real nice, making it smooth, adding a music bed. It's just really easy to do that. So um i used tiktok to and some nice lighting and a different background and just 
I did this um, piece on Sufjan Stevens because I wanted to start with an artist that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's, I think it's because what they wanted, like the only note they gave me. I, so originally I pitched them five ideas. I wrote down five different video concepts that they could choose from for the videos, you know, like lyric breakdowns. Um, uh, I forgot, I forgot what they were. I have them in this email. So I had five different ideas and one of them was called the moment. And the moment is a video idea about, so like looking at a moment of a song that gives the listener this like lasting sensation. Mm-hmm. It, it, like I think the 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 really generic example that I used when I pitched it was um you know think about the a cappella opera part in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like it's it's something so unexpected, but it also cements the song as as this like iconic, different, wonderful thing. Uh, as opposed to just any rock song that they have. Yeah. And so I used that as an example. And she said, okay, well, I think the moment sounds cool. You know, if you, and the only note they had was, you know, break down the the moment of each song that you want to talk about, but somehow incorporate an instrument. Yeah. Because so far I hadn't, you know, I, I told them at the beginning, I don't think it makes sense to do like a generic thing where I take a, I mean, I can happily take like a, you know, 6,000 year old guitar and be like, here's how you play. And, you know, you are my sunshine, from Johnny Cash or whatever. Um, but I said, so many people do that already. And so many better musicians do that than me. I don't want to be the guy who's like, here's a, you know, blue scale and B minor or whatever. Dude, I picture um, you like, like six months from now, I picture you with a, with a long hair wig and an eight string guitar, <laughs> like oh, yeah. replaying Stu Panther songs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Like, or just, or just being the guy from, uh, what's the guy from? Uh, oh man, everybody on the internet makes fun of him. He's like the <laughs> standard guitar guy who's like, and here's my clean tone. Um, what's his name? It's like Dan or something. Yeah, I've I don't know. Seen if it, he works for Gibson, I think, or or um, Marshall May. I think he works for Marshall, maybe. But he's just this YouTube guy who's like, all right, we're going to try the new Boss M90 fuzz pedal. Here's my clean tone. And then goes into the fuzz. I was like, I don't want to be these guys. But, um, yeah, so basically I had to find a way to like break but they, down. Go ahead. If you, if you really get into this kind of business now, mm-hmm. and you would be invited to NAM show in LA like next year or something. A NAM show? Don't you know the Nam show? Like Nam N A M. I don't think so. It's like in in January. It's the 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 world's biggest um like expo for for music companies, instrument supplies, etc. Oh wow! Um, in L A, where they bring in all the new the new stuff. What do they do? I don't know. Like a vintage special edition, influenced by some form of artist, or they just I don't know. Um, reinvented the guitar amp or whatever. Like all the new stuff is being presented in January in LA mm. at this huge expo. You need us to get that there. That sounds sick. <laughs> I uh, I need to get uh, I need to get a couple of tickets there yeah. and an open and we'll, bar. We'll take the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we'll take ghost, and then we just want, we'll just leave him there because <laughs> we'll never see him again. He won't be uh, he won't be on time for the flight. Like I'm living here now. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. There's oh, drum kits everywhere. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, I like drums. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't even know about Nam. It sounds like that in 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 America when they say Nam, it's always like the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gonna you gonna go to Nam? Ah, uh, damn. Uh, damn, it's Nam. Oh no. Uh, but dude, it's been, yeah, like long story short, a lot of trying to get new things set up. And I also finally, the last thing of this job chapter, and then we can talk about something probably more interesting for people is, um, but this does connect to the immigrant part. Uh, interestingly enough, I do have a new partnership with my German language videos now with a uh, language learning company from, mm-hmm. from America. So it's, it's like, uh, it's like in lingua or lingoda or um, busu or, you know, duolingo. It's a company called Pimsler, uh, P-I-M-S-L-E-U-R. Pimsler? And Pimsler. <laughs> Pimsler. <laughs> and they, they, yeah, they have a, you know, kind of a traditional, I mean, they have some cool features, but they have like a traditional language learning website. You, you go there, you have an account and they teach you a language. And I contacted them and I sent them my videos. Like, I think I sent them my four most viewed videos mm-hmm. and said, you know, I'd love to try and set something up. And um, they have me registered now as a, as a commission, <laughs> dude, as a commission influencer for them, which is ridiculous to say out loud. <laughs> what does that even mean? So that means I'm registered through their, um, through their affiliate account. And it means that I get money on commission for every person that signs up either for their um, free trial, their seven-day free trial, or for people that buy a class, mm-hmm. then I get then I get money um, through my affiliate account um, every time. So we we agreed on the rate and the percent the percentage, and I, now I have an account with them. And so now in the comments of these German videos, I I, I keep forgetting because it's so new. But I I've been putting like, you know, are you learning German like me? You know, try it. Try this website here and click this link, and you get a. Uh, like a discount on the first first class and uh so that's that's also really cool yeah that's like i mean and that makes the most, the most sense, obvious the most obvious partnership and, and great that that it um works out for you yeah i hope that i hope that kind of picks up i mean that's that's something that probably will bring the least amount of money but i think it's kind of cool to have something like that just running in the background while I try to do like the Tolman stuff and and the theme show and the theme song, no crazy and, shit uh, going on. It's crazy, dude. And uh, uh, next week, next week I'm playing a wedding in Austria. In Austria, where in Austria? Um, Mulbach am Hochkönig. Okay, I have no idea where that is. I think that's. I think that's. Uh, does that sound right at all? Uh, Mulbach. Yeah, Mulbach am Hochkönig. Wait a second, Hochkönig. I think. Um, ah, yeah, I have an idea where it is. Okay, okay. It says it's a municipality in Saint Johann im Pongau district, <laughs> Salzburger Land, Austria. 
<laughs> like what? The, like these syllables make no sense at all in English. <laughs> it is gibberish, dude. <laughs> but that's I mean, that's a quick I mean, weddings are great, man. That's just a that's a really easy payout. And it's acoustic. You know? The only downside is now I have my driver's license. Yeah. What what, and- what? You even managed to do that? Where's my applause button? Why are we not in the studio? Dude, I got th- I know, right? You even like- managed that? I cannot believe it. I got I can't believe I didn't even tell you that. Yeah, I got my I got my driver's license um all cleaned up and done and figured out. I think it was the first maybe the second week that I got home from the hospital. So it was like the craziest time ever to leave the house and go drive for 90 minutes. But I did my final class on like a Tuesday at like eight in the morning with this guy who was a different instructor from the one that I had. He was kind of strict, but I liked him. He was really kind of quiet and serious. And um, he just, I told him that I messed up the last test because I got nervous and took a wrong left turn, like the wrong light. Mm. So we took like 75 left turns. (laughs) We just drove in circles at different... (laughs) <laughs> I was like, all right, I feel com- I feel confident with it now. And then the two days later was the exam and I was nervous again. But then I walked into the to the school to meet the the instructor from the TUFAO. Yeah. And dude, the guy walks up in a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> tucked into like khaki shorts, and it's like three buttons open. And he's like, he talks to me for a second in German, and then he says, uh, oh, but you're from New Orleans, right? And I was like, yeah. And then he switches to English and he says, oh, New Orleans, that's a great city. I went there in 1983, had a really great time. (laughs) I was like, this is going to work for me. This is going to work. Nice. And dude, and then the whole game changed, you know, because the first one was a dead silent car ride. Mm -hmm. And I got so in my head that everyone's watching me. Everyone's watching me. Mm -hmm. That's why I messed up. And in this one, we got in the car and Hawaiian shirt was like, Hey, do you mind if me and your instructor just chit chat in German while you drive? Yeah. I was like, I was like, please do that. Please do that. And so then I felt invisible again. So I relaxed because they were just chatting about holiday and Corona and, you know, taxes and whatever. And I was just driving and it was so easy. We eventually got back to the place and he said, yeah, he said you passed. And he gave me my license in the moment. I didn't know that they can just print it out for you. Yeah, yeah, sure. I thought I have to go to some um, like KVR. Yeah, you have to do that for the building. card, for the like the plastic card. Dude, he gave me the card. A what? He gave me the card in the driving school. Okay, that's crazy. After, that's crazy. Yeah, I just uh, I sat there. I, I, we we got in. He sat down and got on his computer, and I, I I went to the bathroom. I came back out, and he just handed me the the Führerschein, and it had my my copied picture from my Aufenthaltstitel. And just gave it to me and uh, said, congratulations, uh, you know, be safe out there. Nice. And now you're ready to go 130 miles per hour. That makes sense, yeah. Dude. On a German autobahn. The drive to pick up my mom from the airport was the coolest (laughs) ride ever, dude. Just blasting music, driving like 140 kilometers an hour. Just... (laughs) That was really... That was a blast, man. Yeah. I got that, so it means I can drive to that gig next week. Nice. Which means I can't drink, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, that changed. <laughs> like, imagine like driving around Germany's play around Germany playing gigs again with Mark. 
that changed the whole thing. Now we can because, all drive. Because it was always clear that like, okay, Mark and I are gonna drive and we're gonna like talk about who's who's gonna drive and in most cases Mark kind of subtle makes clear that he really wants to be the only one that drives the car. <laughs> and so it's a classic car. And it was and so it was always clear that like we could be drinking. <laughs> And so we did. <laughs> <laughs> and when I think about that and his mindset regarding that, I don't think that many things will change, actually. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, on the way to gigs, though, it'll be easier because if we, uh, if we take my van... Now you get the van. We, now you're dead. We got the van, dude. So we can yeah. load in the drum kit, the bass stuff, and then, and <laughs> yeah, then no, it's automatic no, no so we can all drive. here. He didn't get the van because of, he ki- of, because of his kids, but he saw the opportunity to finally get a band van. Hell no. And did it's it. For the, it's for the tour. <laughs> it's for the future tours, man. I'll strap the kids to the top of the rope or something. <laughs> like, you got like, a little scooter like I have or to bring the kids to kindergarten and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the, the van's for the boys. <laughs> the van's for the boys, bruh. For the boys. Yeah, dude, I I'm I'm so pumped for the next the next uh, trip out. Do you do you hear anything from your from your musician friends or from anything in the in the radio world about anything? Mm. I, the thing is, what's what's crazy is I see so many uh, festivals that are like they are happening in some form, mm. but then you hear about Delta coming, and then you think there's like a possible another lockdown coming. So it's like. What am I supposed to... How's this supposed to work? Yeah, like... Mm, I've been to and heard about events like... We know from Nuremberg, where you played your solo show, and like you said, Tom Yanks and me were coming with you. Like, mm-hmm. seated, like, in a cool, open space. Um, like, I was at an event... It was a podcast live show, basically, in the middle of this island within the ISA where Deutsches Museum is at. Yeah. Like they have a how do you call it? Dude. Um like the space between houses that is part of the, the Oh property. like the garden area. Yeah, kind of. Um like that was there stuff like that. And I had to think about you because um that's something I got to hear about uh, through the station. Like ISA Inselfest happened actually. Oh, it did happen. It did happen. Like oh. there were way less artists per day on the stages, um, longer breaks, not that huge stages as far as I got to hear. But these kind of things happen, but still this as far as I got it, it still feels like a like a kind of weird compromise to people. Like the show we played on, on, on Theresenwiese somehow. Yeah, it's um I can't believe they did Isa Inselfest because I mean, I didn't even hear about any artists in Munich that played that. Or did you did you see any I didn't even see any advertisement for that. Mm, I did not as well. Like I, I only like heard about that because M ninety four point five as um they had before every year had their like own stage ever presenting. Right, that was the stage that we played. Exactly. Once, right? Um right. Where Tony um like did the 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 onstage hosting and announced us. 
That's right. That's right. Um, two years ago. I forgot about like, that. Two be- years ago. Beginning of September two years ago, yeah. Um, whatsoever. Um, and I only heard about that because I work for that station that presents that stage there. But I also looked at the lineup and like from the Munich scene, I didn't recognize anyone. I, I need to check. Let me check who played there. Um, because I got it here. We had... Like, I didn't even see any bands that I know on uh, Instagram say anything the about. The Charles? I, I didn't hear about them. Oh, the Charles. That's Xavier Darcy's project. Oh, yeah. It's Xavier Darcy here. Okay. Okay, so there were people from the music Saguru? Oh, yeah. I know him. I booked him for a hoodoo folk session. Okay. Sophie, Sofia Linovich? Don't know her. Um, Listen to... Okay, that's only the... What's her... What's her her name Jiska or Yiska don't know her and King of King of Cons do you know King of Cons yeah I know them okay don't know them no but that's that's it's, it's a weird it's a weird kind of place to be yeah no it's a weird place to be in terms of thinking about uh, the future of music still. It's really kind of a confusing... I mean, maybe that's why I was so driven to look for work in a different direction in the last few months, because there's mm. just like... You know, w- with releasing music, honestly, pfft, there's no money in that anyway, unless you're a huge artist. And then in terms of, uh, you know, there's no touring for Simple Swimmer at all. So it's like, what are we what can I do that I enjoy doing that I can make money with? And like, well, maybe I can just try and make some, some fun videos. Yeah. I'm sure that like, like events or yeah, events or like faces, like the one you're living through as an artist for like already, or now it's already like almost two years, like almost. Yeah. Like almost two years, um, surely makes you think about like other opportunities, other ways of like doing something. First of all, because you need to mm-hmm. existentially also something to to bring you joy as well. In best case mm-hmm. scenario, etc. Like today, I can only imagine how bad this must be because for me, and I really enjoy playing with you on this certain level of professionalism but still mm-hmm. for me it is a hobby like my my existence does not depend on like um money that i get from concerts or releases or anything right um, right right and so i realized as well that i really really missed it when we played our first gig this summer again um but still i can only imagine how bad this must be for when this is your thing and when this originally was the plan and yeah totally i mean what's the funny thing is like early 2019 uh i split up with my old uh manager and then maybe two or three months later i got uh signed up with dominic from grand hotel like a booking agency like yeah, like a proper one. Yeah. And I was really excited about that because I I didn't 
think I had a chance of getting anyone else for a long time. I, I really thought I was like out of the game now that I was split up with this other guy. No. And then, so, it, you know, this guy, Don, we, we chatted on the phone. He really understood where I was coming from and understood my concerns. And um, he set me up with a couple of gigs that year, but I was, I was new to, the, to his roster, so I didn't expect too much. And then 2020 came the very next year. And dude, I have probably sent four messages to him since 2019 that was like, happy birthday and happy new year. No. You know, t- twice. Yeah. <laughs> And that's crazy. That's super crazy. Yeah, and what what I wanted to say is like that. And what I meant earlier, like you can really be proud of yourself. Like not only have you started a completely new chapter by becoming a dad, but also have you like found new ways of um like work or like new yeah, like new opportunities within your your possibilities um regarding jobs, etc still doing stuff that you enjoy and that you know like it's you did not you were not forced into a situation because you were too long only frustrated about that you cannot um like live the life as a musician as you did before um and you were not f- for luckily you were not forced to like to do something completely different like to 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 switch fields completely but you were able oh, to dude. to build up on stuff that you created throughout the the last years and find like new ways of of output and with that as well like a financial income and that's great thanks man i really appreciate that i was really i was really thankful that i because i was really on the line for a long time about going and just picking up a bunch of gastronomy jobs again no and those jobs just kill me, man. I get so depressed and I, I have so much anger and I have so much hostility in those jobs and I just don't, I just don't handle them very well at all. I just can't really, this sounds bad because of course with Ego and, and with M94.5 and with uh, Tolman, of course, I, I still have bosses, mm. but it's different. It's different because I'm, I, you know, we're in charge of the content we create here. Yeah. I'm in charge of the content I create for Ego unless it's just really, really too left field for them, in which case I, I can totally respect that. Um, but with, and with Tolman as well, I think I have a lot of um, creative control. So it's a different kind of thing because the the bosses at these other jobs, it's a different kind of boss. It's like they have such a strict box of limitations in which you can exist. And if you don't come in with this energy to perform and give them absolutely everything you have no. to to serve a customer a cup of coffee no then it's like man what's the <laughs> i i don't have any joy in doing that you know if, if someone's coming in at five minutes to close i don't want to be excited to be like oh you can still yeah you can still have a piece of cake i put it away but i'll just take it right back out again i don't have that because all i ever thought about when i was on shifts at cafes restaurants whatever the only place I didn't work was a bar, which is kind of dumb. I should have. But at all these other places I've worked, my only mindset was what I could do or would do when I was off. No. And I booked my whole life around my shifts. I'd be like, okay, I get off at 6, so I could bike home. So at 6.30, I can change clothes and go to the concert by then and blah, blah, blah. It was never like, cool, another like easy breezy shift. I, you know, this is great money. I love the customers. 
you know. Yeah. You were you were lagging a bit, but I but I but I think I get it. And there? still I must say I have so much respect for for people that work in gastronomy and like do it with passion because I, I really admired it because of course like I I, I've, I had a, quite some gastronomy jobs as well and I mm, had kind of the same issues um, at times like you just described um, but yeah it's a completely another world and a completely another um, right. yeah world of thoughts about what does work what does a shift what does your um your input lead to what form of output etc it's it's not a game right yeah for the people that the people that enjoy doing it and do it well man i love them just like i love uh, the doctor that gives me the right medication or the bus driver that gets me to my location like if they do a job and they do it well uh, that's that's a totally different thing. That's no. just me, you know, respecting someone who does their job well. But it's it's a real problem when people get stuck in a job they don't belong in. No, and there's so many people that just don't belong. You know, f- you know, unfortunately, they just don't belong flipping burgers or, um, you know, uh, do it being a bike courier or serving coffee or something because they just hate it. And I know that feeling so well. Yeah. I mean, the other day, uh, we took the whole family out to Giesinger Garden here in Munich uh, to get a burger. And it was so packed because I think 1860 Munich was playing a game. And it was really full of people. And this waiter was so stressed out. He was so stressed out. I felt so bad for him. But I I tipped him extra because even though he was sweating and panicked and frustrated and making mistakes... He was so friendly to me, constantly cool. just so like, like, Hey man, yeah, sure. One second. Just, just let me just drop this off and I'll come get your bill. Like he was just so calm with me, but then I would see him turn away and like jog off and like get <laughs> someone would like hand him something and be like, Oh, it's this way. It's this way. And he would be like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. And then he'd come back to me and be like, so uh, the total is going to be 5840, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, he's so smiley and nice. And I was like, this guy, you know, he's really good at this, whether or not he wants to be here. But it feels like he wants to be there. No, and that's just something I could never do. That's I could amazing. Never fake it, and yeah, yeah. Just like it's it's uh, like I when we talk about because I also at times see the other way around, talking about people that work in rather like creative jobs, etc. Right. That probably thought for a time that this would be their thing, but they realized it is not. And I would say experience like the same kind of frustration, but it probably feels different because it's a whole nother like work environment, etc. Mm-hmm. And that's not like that's not um good as well. And so <laughs> it is important that you like I guess for any field that has some form of importance for society um like still find people that do it with passion may it be that's the thing being a musician a tv writer a waitress a doctor whatever yeah that's crazy by the way i, I read a, a great book by an american on um like on my trip to to like a major um 
by an American, um, oh lord, anthropologist. <laughs> There we go. Um, what is that? What is that in German? Anthropologe. Makes like, sense. Yeah. Just without a th. <laughs> I think it's the, isn't the same construct for urologist, like urologo. Um. Yeah. 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 I think it's the same. Yeah. Um. And it's called bullshit jobs. David Graeber <laughs> awesome. is his name, and um, I read it in German, but um, a bullshit job, as he describes it, is not a job that is I don't know shitty paid or the circumstances are really hard to to work and perform under. But by a bullshit job, he talks about jobs that um, the employees themselves feel like they do not do for any good in their job, and they do not. Um, like give anything to society or for a greater meaning and it would not make a difference if they would not attend to their job. Oh, that makes total and sense And he originally to me, yeah. um, wrote an essay about that like eight years ago or something that was yeah. published and republished all over the web and got a lot of feedback, hundreds of people who wrote in about their experiences because they found themselves in his description of these bullshit jobs um, and he brings these stories in it as well, and it's super, super interesting. David Graeber, Who was bullshit jobs. David Graeber. David Graeber, bullshit jobs. That that's an awesome concept. I mean, it's it's totally it it is it is absolutely a real thing. I mean, you see, um, like the the more and more that I'm on TikTok, you see so many different types of people sharing different different kinds of honesty that you mm -hmm. haven't seen before i think that's why the platform is like surpassing everything it it just by, by the way it just surpassed more views video views than youtube would like in terms of people's attention to the app it's unbelievable that's crazy um that's really crazy and they um are like viewing time it's past uh, youtube and there's people who have there's entire trends about people um, con like not confessing, but telling a, a story about a boss who comes up and says, "Like, uh, well, uh, you know, Johanna, you're you're five minutes late. You know, don't you want to be here?" Mm, yeah, and then being like, "Of course, I don't want to be here. This is only <laughs> about money." No. Or or people or like or jobs that have ridiculous uh rules or you know like there was a a woman who was reenacting an experience she had working at a at a retail store and. Uh, her shift starts at 11, so she showed up at like 10.58, 10.59. And the, the manager was like, uh, when you come into work, your shift starts 15 minutes early. So be here 15 minutes early. And so the woman said, oh, okay, so I come in 15 minutes early and I clock in, right? And she's like, no, you clock in at 11, but you should be here 15 minutes early. Mm. She's like, well, why would I show up for unpaid time? Like, Shouldn't I get paid for that time? And they're like, no, it's just, you know, showing loyalty to the company. Yeah. It's like loyalty to the company. Like my only job here is to get paid. That's the only reason I am here. No. You know, and I've had jobs like that. They were like, show up 15 minutes early and don't clock in until your shift starts. It's like, what? No. Yeah. He talks about stuff like that a lot. And um, like it goes pretty deep um, <laughs> also into like... Um, some social so social logic. I don't know if you say that 
theories, etc., and like questions some some concepts that really sit with us since generations. Like, when has it started that we don't like sell our goods or or our work force in some form? Mm-hmm. Um, but we rather sell our time, like because a, a lot of oh, within yeah. a lot of jobs, it's about like showing up and being there. Like we ha- we hear a lot of, com- of conversations about like okay, there is a research that says an employee in a certain field could get the work done he gets done in eight hours in six hours. Why don't reduce the shift to six hours instead of wasting like mm-hmm. the other two hours? Um, and he questions like certain mm-hmm. concepts like that, or what? What? What means questions? Like he he has done a lot of research Challenges? and has a lot of mm-hmm. explaining within the historic con- context, etc. Um, mm-hmm. About stuff like yeah, when did it start that we, as human beings, sell our time and organize like you described all our time we have as humans within a day, within a week, within a year, whatever, mm-hmm. around a certain amount of time that we sold to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, that is exactly it, man. You're selling your time. Um, that actually just reminded me, that just reminded me of this other uh, person's, not confessional, but this other video that they, that they talked about the same, oh, damn, the same idea, but with a different story. Um, selling, yeah, what was it? You're, 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 let me think, you're giving... It's your time. Oh, uh, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, it was a computer software person. Okay, so the, the prompt on the video was, uh, people who work these basic nine to five office jobs, um, like, what is the work that you're doing, and do you really need that much time to do it? And this guy, um, stitched the video, and he's like, look, I work. He's like, if you're a computer competent person, then at most office jobs, you're doing about two hours of work because you know how to do Excels. You can do, you can type out, you can bust out PDFs, you get things printed off, get things scanned, get things edited and adjusted and stuff on the computer. And he's like, most people, especially in in higher um, management positions are really computer inept. Uh, Older generations, like just think about your parents probably can't bust out things on the computer as fast as you you and I could. Mm. So you have younger generations who come in, get these office jobs, bust out the work that's needed, but you can't just say, okay, I did all the work. I'd like to go home now. And so you have to pretend that you're still you working. Know, which should be the way that it is. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, there was a uh, delay. Yeah, exactly. Like he said, it's two hours of working and then six hours of uh, pretending to work, which to blows. To be very busy when the, when the boss comes around your desk or something like that. Dude, I saw someone set up um, that had um a, a, like a, a button that that is switched when when the door opens like just a little mm-hmm. bit to his office so they showed uh like excel spreadsheets and like emails and like charts and graphs and all this stuff like it looks like really important mm-hmm. uh stock work and then as soon as the door uh like when the door is closed he's playing minecraft <laughs> but when the door just barely opens a tab switches and it's all the work stuff and minecraft mutes nice so she's like Poop. And he's like hey how's it going oh yeah it's a crazy day and as soon as the door closes <laughs> Poop, back to minecraft <laughs> that's awesome i was like that's that's pretty slick man that's yeah. awesome um and talking about time 
Mm -hmm. Bro, I actually think I have to call it around here. That's perfect, man. I wanted to I wanted to cross an hour and we did that already. So that's perfect. Um but I, I feel like there's still so much um that we missed out on through our longer break. There's, when will I hear you again, yeah. buddy? Um let's let's just text about it because um Tuesday I would what I would love to do is keep Tuesdays as like a regular work day, the like the one day I can get out of the of the house for now. Um, but let's just text. Maybe we can do a um, like a maybe we can do a call on Monday or Wednesday of next week. I'd like to. So the thing is, for people who who are waiting for the show to come back, I know a few people are. Um, I still can't 100% promise that I can be every single week right now. Uh, worst case scenario, I will try to do some voice memo updates uh, and communicate things with Mo to, to have uh, on the show. But I will try to do that now. I think it's, it's, it might be possible to do that. Mm. So um, let's just text maybe Monday or Wednesday. Uh, we could talk, even if it's just a half an hour episode or something to finish up um, everything that we have to catch up on because yeah, like you said, there's, I basically just rattled off about jobs I was doing, but I want to hear way more about you. And I want to talk more about these, these, um, you know, larger scope topics like this job thing. Cause mm -hmm. I find that super interesting. Yeah, so do I, but um, yeah, dude, what an absolute pleasure to see your beautiful face again. I can only and, give that back. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, we seems like seems like we we only um got finished in time. But there you are. There it, you are. Did, uh, what, what, you, what did you say? Yeah, what did you? I say? I just said it seems like we just got finished in time. Now the the technical issues started. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice man. Okay. Really, really great to see you. Thanks for making the time, and I hope you're enjoying your month free. And uh, I really can't wait for the next one. Yes, sir. All the best to the fam. Talk to you soon. Absolutely, dude. Talk to you soon, bye -bye. buddy. Bye-bye. Look out, baby. The saints are coming through. And it's all over now, baby Lou. Artsy-fartsy immigrants. Ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider. Produziert für M94.5.